0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Cougars NCAA Tournament hopes take a punishment at Pacific. What's next for BYU basketball
1: on an unpredictable road to March? It starts with a road game at St. Mary's tomorrow. The play-by-play voice of the Gills, Alex Jensen, joins us live. Plus a
0: loaded, plus a loaded Cougar whip around. And we make it a very special Valentine's Day for one BYU fan. We announce our journey to the tourney winner. Let's go. And now,
2: live on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio, it's BYU Sports Nation with your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
0: Happy Friday. Happy Valentine's Day. Look, win or lose, we're still feeling the love on BYU Sports Nation This February 14th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the number one fan of Conversation Hearts and Long Walks on the Utah Lake Beach, Jerem Jordan. I know no such thing. Wherever and however you may be listening, thanks for including us on your Valentine's Day. It is Friday, and this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Oh, yeah. Losing to Pacific Six. (laughs) I will not let that ruin my Montel Jordan moment on Valentine's Day. Soak it in. All right. Okay, let's get real. I'm envisioning a scene from Titanic right now. Let's be honest. We've all seen Titanic, okay? And being that it's Valentine's Day, we need to have some sentimental value to BYU Sports Nation. Quite frankly, I'm seeing BYU's at large NCAA tournament hopes, hope, hopelessly float to the depths of the ocean floor i'll
1: never let go i'll never let go come back
0: and that's me i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i do not, not want to let
1: go it's gone i
0: do not want to let it go it has sunk
1: to the bottom of the atlantic
0: come back leo oh yeah that's that's just brutal Viva Las Vegas. Absolutely. Show starters, so let's go positive. <laughs> we'll start with football. BYU football announces a home and home series with Arizona State. So two home games? September, whatever. That's what the BYU release says, Jeremy. Uh, I'm gonna go with athletics. Say home and road. I'm going with athletics over your personal preference. All right. <laughs> BYU will play at Arizona State September nineteenth, twenty twenty. And then back in Provo at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on September 18th of 2021. Jaron broke down the schedules yesterday. BYU uh, Pac-12 heavy uh, in the future, it would appear. More
1: on BYU's 2020 and 2021 schedules a little later. The two teams have met 27
0: times. You'll be surprised to find out how many games BYU has won, or should I say, how many games BYU has lost to Arizona State. BYU Super Games in the indoor
1: practice facility this morning. What is that all about? Obstacle courses and different physical competitions this morning that aren't football-related. The football team gathered at the indoor practice facility at 6 a.m. this morning and had what they call Super Games! BYU backup
0: quarterback Billy Green at one point in a tweet said... Rest in peace, legs. <laughs> <laughs> so a fun way to exercise is essentially yes. what they did. Basketball now. No, not about Pacific. We'll get to plenty of that in just a moment. But the Gonzaga game next Thursday rescheduled for 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain Tip on ESPN2. That's to compensate for the UNC-Duke game. And look, I, I get You better it. get your nap that day, man. I know. I don't want you cranky that's, to start at Gonzaga-BYU. to be late. That's another late one. It's like Santa Clara. Let's hope it's not. Why uh, in the world are we playing Santa Clara at nine? I don't that know. At night, so that we can get national exposure. That's what
1: happens. That's Against what that, Santa Clara. Hey,
0: you want to be on? You want to be on the mothership, right? It was on ESPN. Okay, so we have this as well. Speaking of basketball and uh, Valentine's Day, we're, we're going to make this a very special day for one BYU fan. We announce our journey to the tournament yeah. winner, giving away tickets, airfare, and hotel in Las Vegas for the approaching West Coast Conference tournament. Very much looking forward to that. And in Las Vegas, not only can you hear BYU Sports Nation, but you can watch it. The simulcast launching on March 6th from the Orleans Arena. We will be on the bridge set at the West Coast Conference Tournament, so you can watch and listen to BYU Sports Nation. How are you feeling about that, John? Our
1: faces for radio will come out on television. It's like the lamest joke ever, by the way. <laughs> He's got a face for radio. That's happened multiple times in this building. With me, so that's great.
0: <laughs> Baseball season starts today for Sweet. BYU. And at a place that you you have kind of a, a fond feeling for, Jerem.
1: Peoria, Arizona. BYU will play Kansas today, a doubleheader Saturday and then one Monday. Uh, and what
0: is in Peoria, Arizona? It's the
1: Mariners that's facility. Right. They share it with the Padres as well. And there is the connection
0: for Jerem. Sweet. Number four, men's volleyball at Pacific tonight. Take out
1: the frustration on the
0: stinking Tigers. Rawr.
1: Take it out. Then at Stanford tomorrow. So BYU should be at Pacific in three. Then tomorrow's Stanford match should be good. That's on the Pac-12 network, by the way. A non BYU TV men's volleyball match televised. That's cool. That is very cool. You can watch it for those that have the Pac-12 network. Yes. Crickets. (laughs) Women's volleyball. Add someone
0: to their coaching staff. David Hyde will take over for Emily Toon.
1: Uh, David Hyde played on the 2004 National Championship team with Sean Olmstead, the head coach. So... In addition to the team there, the, a team that went to back to back sweet 16s and could do better next year this is this show is about more than just breaking down a, a tough loss last night.
0: This is a loaded sports weekend for BYU. Tons of things going on in our headlines section. Join our conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN at hashtag giving BYU fans the 24-7 avenue to join social media forces across BYU Sports Nation. Have your say whenever, wherever. We're really starting to see some good traction with that hashtag. Last night during the game, uh, we had all sorts of stuff coming in. At at DJ Nelt said, sometimes I wonder if there is a reverse Hashtag byusn karma when Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton have the opposing
1: coaches on. We had Ron Verlin on. We've had a poaching, uh, a poaching opposing <laughs> coaches on before, and this has not had a negative impact. So we don't think there is. But an interesting question from DJ Neltz. At- I, I told him after that I said let it let it play out, bro. And then he quoted, "Don't call me bro if you don't." Oh, what did he say? I can't even remember. Something about, like, don't call me bro if you don't know me. It was in quotes. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar with the
0: quote. I'm I'm thinking
1: it's a movie quote or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Matthew B.
0: Shaw says, really? Pacific? What the heck? Star Carlino. Hashtag BYUSN. I like this one. This is my favorite one. At Phonetic. At Spencer Linton, look who was right about the most important trending topic for the day.
1: The result had nothing to do with it. No, topic. but
0: I, didn't I, did not. I not say this? People need to be paying attention to this game. Yeah. Every, no, it's on oh, Jimmer! Jimmer! No, I it love, was still about Jimmer. I dude. love Jimmer. But what's more important now? Who? What are we talking about today?
1: Of course we're not talking about Jimmer. That was exactly. yesterday. We're talking about yesterday's trending topic. Silly bear. Oh, settle down. I, I, although I, wish I yesterday I did say, yeah. You, I heard you snore
0: when I brought up. BYU That's how Pacific. it should have been. And Ken Pomeroy had it as the number two thrill game uh, on his excitement factor chart, whatever. And how in the world was that number but look, two? Look
1: what the game it was eighty nine to eighty two. Apparently, he knows something we don't. And oddsmakers, three yep. and a half point favorite for BYU they lose by seven.
0: What? Yeah. At Bridger Hill. Didn't expect Pacific to be our one loss to end the season.
1: Asparagus must be a three-point PED. Performance enhancing growth. <laughs> <That was> <laughs> <laughs> we, le- we learned from Zach Bay Rudy, the play-by-play voice Pacific, that they have an asparagus, asparagus festival every spring in Stockton. Our
0: senior coordinating producer, Michael Miner, fact, has attended the Asparagus Festival in used to in live in Stockton, the Bay Area, worked California. for
1: Comcast Sportsnet, helped start that up there. And Asparagus, huge yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's keep it rolling uh, on social media. Sound off on our Twitter question
1: today. How do you cope with a BYU loss? Use hashtag BYUSN. How do you cope... With the BYU loss. We've had some great stuff so far. We'll get to that in a few minutes. BYU Sports Nation airs weekdays
0: noon Eastern 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYU Radio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, and Dish Network Channel 980. Our show also on demand at BYURadio.org, or listen to the rebroadcast weekdays at 7 Eastern. Rise and shop BYU Sports Nation for Valentine's Day and for What's Trending.
2: What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic 1.
0: Pacific-sized punishment. Well, it looks like our friend Chris Farley is back.
3: Forget
2: it. I quit. I can't do this anymore, man. My head's about to explode. My whole life sucks. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm
3: going. I wish so much that
0: we didn't have to play that soundbite again. You know what? I'll tell you where BYU is going, to Moraga on Saturday for a huge game with St. Mary's and then Las Vegas in early March to try and win the West Coast Conference Tournament. That's the beauty of all of this, of college basketball specifically. BYU, no matter what happens now over the next four regular season games, the goal is, hey, win the conference tournament, and we're in the big dance.
1: Santa Clara and Pacific and San Diego and Portland and LMU were all saying the same thing. BYU's in that same boat? Man, that stinks. That stinks! Yeah, it's, it's a tough reality to deal with. And the Pacific loss... Ends BYU's at-large hopes. We've talked about how they were hanging by a thread and that they couldn't afford. I said BYU couldn't afford a loss. Period. Expecting that to come to St. Mary's or Gonzaga, it came at the hands of Pacific. That makes the fourth bad loss for BYU in its resume. It's over. It's done. BYU's at-large hopes gone. You're right. BYU does have the opportunity to win the conference tournament. More on that in a few minutes. But Pacific, this game, what happened? Defense. We'll start there. D, 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 defense.
0: Pacific had five guys in double figures. Five. BYU gives up 89 points to the Tigers, a team that is traditionally a low-scoring team. They like to slow the pace. The Tigers shot 52% for the game. Not going to win many games when another team shoots 52%, let alone 62%
1: in the second half. They went 7 of 9 from the three-point line. Yes, from, oh my goodness, in the second half. That's amazing. That's amazing. And part of the... Okay, one, you have to make the shot. But two, BYU's defense is giving up too many open looks. BYU's chasing, uh, whether it was man-to-man or zone. The defense has really struggled this year, which brings me to the stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Believe it!
1: BYU's averaging 78.9 points allowed per game in all games. Let's just look at BYU's losses for that number. BYU is allowing a staggering 90.5 points in the 10 losses. Wow. Okay, let's treat this like gymnastics. You're the gymnastics, play-by-play. Throw out the high, 114. Okay. And the low, 75. Okay. We're we're channeling calculus now. Portland and... I never. I took pre calc and then I was done. Junior year of high school. One <laughs> fourteen the high. Uh, Portland seventy-five is Logan's. to 8. It's still eighty-nine point five. So it's ninety point five, including the high and low. You throw out those and it's, it's only a point one less. Point less. Oh, so basically, is giving up way too many points. And this this year is the worst year defensively for a Dave Rose team in in the nine years that he's coached by a long shot. Yeah, not not uh, by a close margin. By by, by like six ten or, or seven yeah. points. Yeah. It's oh. it's huge. BYU does not have a defensive stopper. Uh, that granted, some of the rules, the changes this year have landed uh, itself to more fouls on BYU, so there's been less aggressiveness defensively. I think that's played a role. But BYU's defense is that much uh, behind the other teams in the WCC. BYU has to outscore people, yes. and the one thing you can control is defense and rebounding. It's not being able to shoot the ball as well. What is the biggest weakness in a zone defense, Traditionally. <laughs> You leave the three-point line open. Yeah, you reverse you the ball. Yeah, If you can penetrate the ball and kick, you get open. You leave the three-point line open.
0: People are asking, well, how, how come BYU was able to compete better in the Mountain West Conference? For one, they had guys like Jimmer. I think BYU you had J- more than
1: Jackson Emery. BYU had more talent on Noah those Hart teams. Sock.
0: Okay, but they matched up better with those teams because the Mountain West Conference did not rely heavily on the three-pointer like the West Coast Conference does. So it's kind of an unfortunate coincidence that BYU is having to rely on a zone defense and they leave the three-point line open so much in a conference where teams live and die by the three. BYU defending the three-point line is a huge issue. It has been all year, especially on the road. Guess what? Home teams are going to shoot better on their
1: floor. That's going to happen. They're just shooting crazy better on their floor. LMU, Pepperdine,
0: Portland, Pacific. They're on their home floor. They're comfortable. They're getting open looks. Those shots are going to go in. More than they're going to go in in the Marriott Center. Away games for BYU in conference this year, it is staggering how different they play compared to the Marriott Center. BYU's now 2-5 and five in road games in the conference. What? They can't finish league play with a winning record on the road that even if they win at St. Mary's and and San Diego they're 4 and 5 on the road.
1: In conference play only, the top two teams in scoring, BYU and Pacific. Scoring defense, Pacific's last, BYU's third to last. Uh you you think about okay, what's the percentage of uh th- you know, three-point field goal percentage defense. BYU's third to last, Pacific is last. So BYU didn't take advantage of that. I saw a great tweet from uh Robbie Bullo that said B- he didn't remember BYU losing to the Wyomings and uh, Air Forces of the world, like Pacific and Portland and Pepperdine and LMU. Uh, this is a different era for BYU basketball. They're in a different conference, and this year it's not gone the way that they want it. And uh, unless BYU wins the conference tournament, the NIT is the destination for the Cougars for the second year in a row. Tyler Haas. Has has only averaged nineteen and a half over the last
0: two games. Isn't I love that, crazy? That, that. I love that that's bad. Like, oh, Haas is off his game. He's only putting up nineteen. Yeah. What? Well, that, that's kind of how skewed this is for BYU and fans. Is that Tyler Haas can only score nineteen, and people are thinking he's had a bad
1: game? Yikes! He needs to shoot the ball better. Like his percentage is low. That's where he can improve a little bit in terms of total points. Yeah, last night he's there were a couple of, get 20, there yeah. some four shots from Tyler. He was a little out of character, and you, you get the sense that when BYU gets sped up a little bit and they get behind, that they don't play like they want to play. And last night they got caught in that. Eric Meek only takes four shots. Skyler Halford. Yeah,
0: that's got to change. Last six games, Jeremy, you did this this math, shooting 26%. 24% from three. And he, And he's a shooter. He's a much better shooter than that. He is. He's delivered from the free-throw line, but he, Skyler is a
1: better shooter. you got to consider starting Matt Carlino again, by the way. Who, by the way, was Consid- really good last week. At night. least consider it. I don't think it happens Saturday, but next week against Portland, maybe you, th- you think you start Carlino again. Let's turn the page.
2: Topic 2.
0: So what now for BYU basketball? We mentioned the tournament. They got St. Mary's on Saturday. What's on the line And we we kind of jokingly say, well, it doesn't matter. They can lose all four games and then go to Las Vegas and win the tournament and get in. No. No, it's it's, it's how you finish. Momentum games. You need some confidence. You need some momentum going into the tournament. So that's what these games become now. You want to create some positive momentum. And you want to be in that two or three spot in the the West Coast Conference. Because if you are the four seed and you have to play Gonzaga in In the the semis, semis.
1: Mm-mm. That's assuming you win the quarterfinal. Yeah. BYU is probably going to play a team that they lost to in the quarterfinal because they've racked up four losses that they didn't expect. LMU, Pepperdine, Portland, Pacific. BYU likely plays one of those teams on Saturday in Vegas. BYU is a better neutral team than they are road team. It's very different when you don't have the volleyball lines and you don't have the opposing crowd. It's going to be different. BYU will have more fans than whoever that team is in the quarterfinal. But then the semi becomes. Can you beat? Depends where BYU finishes. Likely St. Mary's in the two-three uh, semifinal. That's what you hope to get to. I like BYU's chances against St. Mary's in the semis better than I do against Gonzaga on oh, the neutral floor for sure. Are you kidding Co- me? Because Gonzaga's fans they dominate that. They travel so well to that tournament. I mean it's the it's the BYU fo- it's the football for their program. It's the it's the thing. And you said they they literally travel. As opposed to BYU fans from Henderson Who are going to there. the Orleans Arena. They're just there. Yeah. BYU fans do a nice job of going to Vegas. But uh, Gonzaga, they they exit Spokane in droves. Okay. So, tournament
0: approaches. Saturday's game against St. Mary's.
1: I think it's big for Vegas. Yes. Because tie, we're talking tiebreakers now. If BYU beat St. Mary's, they own the tiebreaker over St. Mary's and San Francisco. You're... Then, then you, can af- you can afford to probably lose to Gonzaga, and you, but you still need to beat Portland and San Diego, and you're probably the two or three.
0: Okay, we, we joked about Titanic early on, and as we wrap up this, I'll what's next? Then, come back. Come back. Okay? Believe me, I am the person that wants to hold on to the at-large hopes. I, I, I want to grasp for those things. But at this point... It's even, over, Johnny. Even if BYU wins their last four regular season games which would be great for momentum. That'd be awesome. And even if they win two more games in the conference tournament and get to the championship game, let's say against Gonzaga, they would be 23 and 10. 23 and 10 and people think, "Well, that that's with some momentum. That would put BYU back in the bubble conversation." But I don't I don't think. I don't think anybody's going to overlook now four.
1: Don't think? Four no, way. There's no, no way. No way. It's futile. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hold on. At large, over, dead, gone. The last four games build momentum into Vegas. Because then you, if you beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga, you're thinking, oh, okay, we can win this thing. The challenge will be, okay, you have to play a tough road game Saturday. If you can't win at Portland, Pacific, LMU, Pepperdine, can you win at St. Mary's? On paper, you say, heck no. But BYU, if they can play a good game, shoot the ball better, defend a little bit better, maybe they pull it off. I don't know. Why not? It would. It would
0: take... An absolute falling apart by every other bubble team in America. Not going to happen. For BYU. <laughs> but uh, The odds are that it doesn't happen. It does not happen. So
1: you're saying there's a chance. So I think there's less of a chance. It. Oh, I misquoted it. There is less dumb. of a
0: chance for <laughs> BYU than Jim Carrey has in Dumb and Dumber. There you go.
1: <laughs> but keep winning for momentum, going yes. to Vegas, and do something. Still plenty to play for. How do you cope
0: with the BYU loss? Up next, we discuss some of your answers on Twitter. And what's going on with new seasons in store? The spring sports get underway. BYU baseball in particular. This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is Nate Austin, and you are
0: tuned in to BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Nate Austin the BYU Cougars now reeling after another Crushing loss in West Coast Conference play, this time to Pacific 89-82. BYU trying to remain in the two or three spot as they head to the West Coast Conference Tournament. It will be huge if they have any hopes of winning a West Coast Conference Tournament championship. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Happy Valentine's Day. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan, live from Studio 2. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tell your Valentine's followers how they can follow you on Twitter, Jerem. Uh, At Jerome Jordan. Oh, that's original, isn't
1: it? Yes, not as good as at Cater Tots, Kate Hansen, <laughs> the Luge Coog, the most. Po- I told. Okay, when she came in studio in December, I said you're going to become the most popular BYU athlete in the world. She kind of laughed that off. I was like, no, seriously. It happened. She's verified on it Twitter. Happened, yeah. She's verified. Yeah, the, she has a blue the check-, check mark. The check mark. Hey, tomorrow women's hoops plays a big game with Gonzaga. It's live on BYU, BYU TV and BYU Radio at four Eastern. Then the men's hoopsters play at St. Mary's, live on ESPN two and BYU Radio at eight Eastern. Pregame starts at seven Eastern, right here on BYU Radio. How do you cope with a BYU loss, BYU
0: Sports Nation? I tweet a lot. Yes, you do. Yeah. Send your responses using
1: the hashtag #BYUSN. I have a problem.
0: I hug my kid. I spend time with my kid. That kind of things. That kind of well. A lot, in perspective.
1: Last night it was like eleven fifteen, so she was in bed. Jack's still up.
0: <laughs> it it happens sometimes, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I do it because he he makes me happy and he has nothing to do with win or lose BYU. Anyway, so
1: that's how that's how I cope. How do you cope hold BYU on, sports? On, Nation? Hold on, let me wipe the tear off my face.
0: You should be wiping the tear off your face. You know that was awesome. You know that was awesome, dude. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Arizona State and BYU, they have renewed the series. So let's break this down just a little bit more, what this means for BYU football moving forward. And another testament to how independence has been good for the Cougars. It just has. Like their, their schedules in the immediate future are looking really strong. Tom Holmo has done a fantastic job lining things up. And people say, well, 2021, my unborn child will be seven by then. You know they'll True. Be, but
1: so what
0: so, who cares does it matter when they're scheduled the fact is that they are scheduled
1: BYU has a game scheduled for 2025 right now <laughs> against Stanford September 13th mark it on your calendars Okay so 2020 who's BYU playing including Arizona State now home games Virginia and Arizona road games at Boise State at Stanford at Arizona State You want to be tested Mountain West That's the way to ACC, do it ACC 3 Pack 12 2021 at USC, Boise State at home, Arizona State. I love it. Great, great start. Twenty twenty BYU has five of the seven game or uh, five games scheduled. Seven to go. BYU and Arizona State have met twenty seven times.
0: How many games has Arizona State won? I know the answer. Are you
1: asking? Did you know before you saw I? You write it down. No, no, but I knew that Arizona State dominated BYU in the WAC for a long time. It wasn't until Gary Shady came along that BYU got over the hump, won the WAC title uh, over the teams like Arizona, Arizona State, and then actually played in Sun Devil Stadium at the Fiesta Bowl in 1974, BYU's first bowl game. So I liked the series with Arizona State. They, lo- they run the same t- kind of offense as BYU. Uh, exciting brand of football. Uh, they played in the Pac-12 title game against Stanford last year. So they, they have momentum. They're improved under Todd Graham, who I believe coached Tulsa when BYU played them in 07 and had that crazy game. I should probably mention how many times Arizona State has won, right? After setting it up. 20 of
0: 27. 20 games. Yeah. BYU has lost 20 of 27 to Arizona State. But you're right. In the 70s, it was all about the Sun Devils. They were the powerhouse I mean, whack, you're going back in to the Western the Athletic Conference. 60s, 50s, Exactly. 60s, it's been uh, back and forth. Uh, in the in the '90s and in more recent times, but uh, I like the series. Really looking forward to it. And then the the Super Games this morning talked about BYU super football
1: games!
0: at the indoor practice facility, doing all sorts of drills and and obstacle courses,
1: like like just to get ready, like a like the massive tire. You pick it up and push it over, and then you run over here and do this drill, and just an alternate uh, kind of. Deal to uh, exercise and have fun at 6 a.m. no less. You
0: know what I'm thinking We're going to have our own Super Games one yeah, day. Yeah, I was just thinking that. We need to have Super Games on BYU Sports Nation, our own version.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some long summer days, bro, that uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have time for some Super Games. How many jelly beans can you fit in your mouth? No, we're not. no. No. <laughs> no, we're using donuts. Come on.
0: Baseball season opens for BYU today.
1: Yes, it does. The 2014 baseball season starts today. BYU plays Kansas. Four-game series, one today, two Saturday, one Monday against Jayhawks. Uh, BYU, in the preseason poll, finished sixth, but they got a first-place vote. BYU finished in a tie for second last year uh, and had a, four, guys gra- uh, four guys drafted and left, three of which were your top hitters. Adam Law, Jacob Brugman, Jacob Hanneman, and then a pitcher, Adam Miller. Hanneman went third round to the Cubs. I saw him the other night getting, uh, getting an honor,
0: an academic honor at halftime at the men's basketball game.
1: Nice. So uh, third round of the Cubs for Hanneman, 12th round Dodgers for Adam Law. You and I covered him at iProvo back Who I day. also saw last night, by the way. And Brandon Davies was at the women's basketball game.
0: Brandon Davies and Adam Law, former Provo High School basketball teammates, were sitting next to each other
1: at the women's basketball game. Jacob Brugman, 17th round of the A's. Adam Miller, 20th round of the Diamondbacks. So BYU's got some work to do. Mike Littlewood, second year... In the program, the Cougars had a had a good season last year, uh, and need, haven't made the NCAA tournament since I believe oh2 So there's some work to be done. San Diego's really good. I believe the he was a top five pick, Chris Bryant. That dude was a went home to the run Cubs. machine. He was uh, he was one of the players of the year last year. So it should be fun in WCC play. We'll have uh, several games on BYU TV starting in March. Uh, so and you'll be on the call on those. My uncle Doug played baseball for BYU, who was
0: drafted oh, yeah? by the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nice. And uh, he is super high on Coach Littlewood and the discipline he's bringing back to that team. He really likes the direction. And, and I trust that opinion because he's a guy who follows BYU baseball very closely. And I will too, obviously, because I will be calling the games for BYU TV. Looking forward to baseball season. It's, it's, hard, to beat, it's hard to beat a baseball atmosphere, especially with the, where BYU plays
1: and the atmosphere in so the backdrop. Beautiful.
0: It's It's an amazing thing.
1: It really is. So our, looking forward to baseball season. Our first home game is a doozy. Uh it's against San Diego, discovered by the Germans, March 13th. That's what, Thursday. Wait, what about Utah? Isn't isn't Utah in there somewhere on March 4th? That uh I believe is going to be on KBYU. Ah. Yeah. So t- TBD on those details, but uh, according to the schedule here, March 13th our first home game. We'll let you know though. As we get closer, we'll we'll let you know. Should be an exciting baseball season. BYU against Kansas. Neutral site in Peoria, Arizona at uh, 3 Eastern today. You can follow the uh, game tracker, I believe, online. Go to BYUcougars.com.
0: Okay, so let, let's let's have that, do some predictions, Jerem. Why not? Eh. BYU baseball, I'm going to say true or false. They finish in the top four in the West Coast Conference this year.
1: I think that would be really good given what they lost. So I'm going to say they're right on the edge there. Let's go, sure, finish fourth. Fourth? Okay. Great. Okay. BYU Volleyball
0: wins by a sweep
1: tonight at Pacific. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if they lose the set, I'll be, I'll shed another tear. <laughs> I love the
0: honesty. Okay. <laughs> yes. We asked Jeff Martz how many games he thought BYU football would win next year. He said 11. True or false, BYU football wins 11 games next year.
1: That's right where you want to be. I think the line is 10 and a half so to take what, a stance jerem sure 11 great i don't know i haven't broken it down yet which uh we're excited to uh announce the schedule in coming soon with uh on uh on true blue we're
0: also excited to announce our journey to the tourney winner that coming up in just a moment here on BYU sports nation recapping some of the top stories today uh we've talked a lot about football scheduling uh Let's let's remind you of the Gonzaga game, BYU basketball hosting the Zags next Thursday. That game has been moved to eleven PM Eastern, nine PM Mountain. It will be on ESPN two to compensate for the North Carolina Duke game. Okay, BYU Sports Nation. We've been telling you about the journey to the Tourney contest that we've been sponsoring on BYU TV. We're gonna give away Airfare, airfare, hotel, hotel tickets, tickets to every single West Coast Conference tournament basketball game.
1: This is awesome. And
0: we are bringing on one of our finalists right now. Her name is Liesl Christensen. Liesl, how you doing? Good, thanks. It's, uh, this is Spencer Linton here. Jerem Jordan sits to my left. Glad to have you on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, so you are one of our finalists for the Journey to the Tourney winner, which gives you airfare, tickets, and hotel to watch the West Coast Conference tournament. Are you feeling lucky today?
2: Very. I hope so. That would be fabulous.
1: Okay. Now, now let, let's ask this. This has nothing to do with it, but are you a BYU fan? Absolutely. Okay. This is good. This is even better. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us it's about good. yourself, Lisa. Where are you from?
3: I'm. I'm actually originally from Sandy, Utah. We actually live in West Jordan with my husband and five daughters.
0: You have five daughters.
3: We do. No boys. All girls. So you but would like some,
0: BYU
2: fans? Okay.
0: So you would like some time away from your kids to go watch <laughs> BYU play basketball, or you take them with it.
2: That would be awesome. It's
0: probably just be my husband and I, am sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you go to BYU?
2: I didn't. That's okay. But we love BYU. But you love
0: BYU still. <laughs> That's all that matters. Okay, do you have BYU clothing? We do. Do you have plans in early March? No, not that I know. Like no. from the 6th to the 11th? No. Well, you do now, Liesl, because you are our winner! The winner! <laughs> Woo! Journey to the tourney. This is going to go crazy. You are going to Vegas to watch BYU basketball at the West Coast Conference Best (laughs) Valentine's Day gift ever.
2: and Best ever. That is awesome. My husband is going to die. That is so awesome.
1: (laughs) Congratulations.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Have you ever won anything Uh, like this? No, I don't win anything. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I like I like the excitement. We were we were hoping that you would give us some raw emotion, and you brought it.
2: Oh, good. We love BYU, so this is awesome.
0: You brought it. Okay, well, we're going to patch it through back to our uh, producer. He's going to give you all the details about the tournament, but congratulations again. And uh, remember, BYU Sports Nation brought you the good news.
2: All right, thank you so much. Okay, thanks, awesome, Liesl. Thank you. Thanks.
0: You know how I knew she was excited? The The phone dial. Beep beep beep!
1: I thought she swore,
0: but yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Congratulations to Lisa! Our journey to the tourney winner, pretty Headed cool. To Las Vegas airfare, hotel, and tickets to the conference that's one way to cope with the BYU loss. Hey, it's Valentine's Day, and I just want a free trip to Las Vegas to watch my favorite team. Well, only one person gets that, so yeah. But we we made we helped make her that's Valentine's
1: true. Day a positive. That's one. true, and her that's husband true. indirectly. We hope that we made everyone Valentine's everyone's day a little better that's the goal but that, especially that is especially the, goal. the one how do you cope with the byu
0: loss jerem says he tweets a lot <laughs> i hang out with my kid
1: what do you do all right father of the year let's go twitter <laughs> machine tweet tweet i i want to change my answer i do community service <laughs> uh nope sorry
0: you've already answered you cannot redact that. Give me my scantron back. At TB underscore Adamson, I head to the Stake Center Church and shoot
1: buckets. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Seriously. Uh, at Joe Sorber, if I if nit bound, maybe I'll get to see them in the garden. Hashtag BYU alumni NY. Yeah, and then he says also Xanax helps. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done from at Joe Sorber
0: at Bridger Hill. Coping with Cougar losses is not easy unless. Hashtag Chris Farley, interview voice. Uh, remember remember that time when J- Jimmer scored 52? That was awesome.
1: Idiot! Gosh! <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> At Justin D. Sweeney, I don't. Which makes the fact that football season is 200 days away even tougher now that B-ball likely out of the NCS. 200? That's not the number!
2: Countdown to Connecticut.
1: 195! One ninety five, five days less than that. It it is close. Like I I want to preview the Huskies. Can we do it right now? No. Oh, okay. We'll we'll get to that. All right. But at Justin D Sweeney has five
0: days less to feel remorse. That's true.
1: Congratulations. Only, well,
0: only one hundred ninety. Your Valentine's
1: Day is better. Also, up
0: next on BYU Sports Nation, we're
1: all things
0: St Mary's basketball with the play by play voice of the Gales, Alex Jensen. We break down what Saturday's game means for both teams. This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: Stay with us. We'll have more BYU Sports Nation right after this. Rise and shout, Cougar fans.
0: This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, Taysom Hill and the BYU Cougars. In the Super Games today.
1: Super Games!
0: Apparently, running all sorts of maddening obstacle courses and tiring challenges in the indoor practice facility. Rest in peace, Billy Green's leg. <laughs> Third-string quarterback. I appreciate the honesty he shared on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep it together on Valentine's Day. Trying to trying to express love for each other after just a crushing, huh? Crushing. Sorry, what? Lot. Hey. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody out there on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, good. Nation. I just thought
1: it was getting a little weird. No, really no. fast.
0: Hey, you settle down. Let's over
1: there. get weird.
0: You're from Portland, so you shouldn't feel weird at all,
1: right? Okay. <laughs> Big win for BYU women's hoops over Portland last night. Yes. You know who? You know who uh, generated some BYU Sports Nation karma to the fullest? Jennifer Hampton. She was awesome again. Who was on the show Wednesday? Twenty-seven points. 13 rebounds. Four blocks.
0: Dude, she, if she keeps it up, she's going to win a third consecutive
1: West Coast Conference Player of the Week. It's hard enough to win it, too, and then you come in here, you could win it a third time. Huge game with Gonzaga, by the way, for the ladies on Saturday afternoon at 4 Eastern. The karma is real. Gonzaga's women's team also just one loss in conference. They're
0: ranked number 15 in the country. So a huge game. If you're anywhere near Provo, Utah, I was talking to Coach Judkins last night walking out of the Marriott Center. Mm-hmm and he said I just I don't understand why why we can't get a bigger crowd. And I was like, "You know what? I'm going to put the plug out tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation coach." So here it is. Get to the Marriott Center if you're anywhere near Provo, Utah and watch BYU take on 15th ranked Gonzaga. It's the game it's the home
1: game of the year for the women's team. Or if you're not near Provo, watch, watch it live. on BYU TV or listen on BYU it live Radio. Watch on
0: BYU TV. Also on Saturday, BYU and Saint Mary's, the Cougars take on the Gales in Moraga. They're going to retire Matthew Della jersey. And for more insight on that, we welcome back friend of BYU Sports Nation and play-by-play voice of the St. Mary's Gales, Alex Jensen. Alex, what's going
3: on, man? Hey, boys. How you guys doing? It's a little foggy over here. Uh, It's probably a little warmer than you guys are used to, but how you guys doing? We're doing okay.
1: Foggy is a good problem. BYU's a little foggy after the game last night, (laughs) losing to Pacific by seven. The last time we talked to you... Uh, St. Mary's lost to San Diego on the road. Now BYU goes to St. Mary's. We're talking to you. And BYU lost the game. So a turn of the tide. What do you What do you expect in this matchup, given uh, what's at stake with the 2-3 and three seed right now?
3: Well, uh, you know, I don't think a whole lot changes, really, for either team. Uh, I don't know if anybody's asking. I mean, obviously saw us to play at St. Mary's and at BYU, so everything is, is far from, from said and done. But, I mean, a three-and-a-half game pad... Uh, for the Zags. I mean, it pretty much comes down to with, with BYU and St. Mary's is, you know, who's going to have to go through the to try and get to, uh, to the championship game in Las Vegas. Um, but, you know, it's, this conference has been so crazy. I mean, we talked about it a couple years ago. Who knows what can happen out there. So, um, it, it, I mean, it's basically coming down to seating and, and, and pride and, and who has the, the easy championship game in Las Vegas. But, um you know, whether BYU won or lost last night, whether the Gales won or lost last night, we kind of talked about this last time, too. I it's kind of turned into a little bit of a rivalry. I don't think much has really changed.
0: Alex Jensen, play-by-play voice of St. Mary's basketball on BYU Sports Nation. We've been asking uh, our fans how they cope with a BYU loss. How do you cope with the St. Mary's loss, Alex?
3: A St. Mary's loss uh, when uh, a couple nights ago? or Just whenever. Whenever they lose a oh,
0: game and you're frustrated, what what is your coping mechanism?
3: Well, I think just looking toward the next game. Um, you know, and obviously the San Diego one was really tough, but you don't have much time to put your head down and really worry about what just happened. I mean, you, you really have to focus on, on the task at hand next. And, uh, you know, both of these teams, it's going to be a physical game, a, a competitive game uh, from the opening final I would bet really i mean i that i mean that's, i mean I just kind of look the next you really know better than than your next you know especially this time of year, so nothing you can do about a couple of nights last night or, or you the gales a couple of weeks ago, type of focus can hand that that's that's really my mindset. BYU
1: uh, playing St. Mary's Saturday night, ESPN2 and uh, BYU Radio. We're talking to Alex Jensen, play-by-play voice of the Gales. It's going to be a special night for St. Mary's because Matthew Delvedova will be there. His jersey will be retired. What impact will that have on the game?
3: Um, You know, I don't know if it will have any impact on the game. I think, you know, it's going to be an emotion for everybody there. Uh, Deli was actually there last night. Uh, Actually, Mickey McConnell was in the house, too, last night. Um, so I think but with his uh, with, with him being honored it 's going to be emotional for everybody there because of what he meant to the program, really what he meant to the community. uh players does it change much i, I don 't think so. I think the game is big enough where they don 't need extra actions uh um, and they 'll be you know, really worrying about the um, b y u can present obviously you know they know very well the challenges that b y u can present and um so I think they're worried about the task at hand. I mean, it's going to be nice for them to see their former teammate honored, like he should be. Um, but no, I, as far as the impact game for them, I don't have like too much of an impact.
0: Alex Jensen, the play-by-play voice of St. Mary's basketball on BYU Sports Nation. Alex, we appreciate the insight. Always great to talk to you. Have a great call against the uh, with the Cougars and the Gales, and uh, we'll see you down the road.
3: Absolutely, guys. Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. No Thanks, problem. Alex. Thanks,
1: Alex. Okay. The real question with tomorrow is Will Matthew Delvedove be wearing a mouthpiece during the ceremony? Are they going to retire his mouthpiece? <laughs> That's a Nate Austin Nate said Austin said they're to retire ago. that thing. Was it Monday? He was in studio <laughs> yeah. and said they should retire his mouthpiece. That's great.
0: Okay, Jerem. Let's uh, do the hypothetical game. In what scenario does the West Coast Conference get two teams
1: into the NCAA tournament? Someone not named Gonzaga wins the title game. That's the That's only it. way. That's it. That's the only way. St. Mary's and BYU are not getting an at-large. So even if St. Mary's, St. Mary's... resume is too weak. Even if they
0: beat Gonzaga and BYU and they get to the championship game but lose and, to Gonzaga, they don't... Need uh, let's. It.
1: Yeah, okay, lose to Gonzaga. No, I don't think so. They just don't have enough quality. Their RPI is too low. So
0: BYU and St. Mary's are in the same boat.
1: Yes. The, the game tomorrow is really big for seeding. I mean, BYU needs it so that they could finish uh, as the two or three seed. Then they it, BYU can win that quarterfinal against a team they probably lo- split with uh, this year. And then you play a semifinal game where if you've beaten Gonzaga twice, you feel like you can definitely win that game. And then, then it's one game. What if you shoot the lights out and defend a little bit better in one game? Then maybe you're in the tourney. I mean, it, it could happen. BYU fans that have written off BYU's chances in the tournament. I think that you need to reevaluate that. Why not? Why can't BYU win the WCC tournament? It's just three games, two of which will be tough, one of which will be really tough. But there's a chance. There's a chance. There's parity in the conference. Portland has beaten Gonzaga. Santa Clara has beaten St. Mary's. This tournament's going to be out of control.
0: Gonzaga might not even get to the championship game.
1: Listen. Like, who knows? They probably will. And they travel extremely well, like we've talked about. And this year, the tournament, the setup is different because there's 10 teams. Gonzaga previously would just play two games and win it, or at least get to the title game and play St. Mary's. Now everyone's has to play at least three, and four of the 10 have to play four. Parity, people.
0: The, the difference between the two and the four seeds is so minute right now. There's a chance
1: that BYU could be the four seed going into the tournament.
0: That is not what the Cougars need you have or to beat, want.
1: You have to beat Gonzaga at home, essentially, and, and beat Portland at home, beat San Diego on the road.
0: How do you cope with the BYU loss? We discuss more of your tweets on Valentine's Day up next. A loaded Cougar whip around, plus today's Rise and Chef, and more of your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: We'll be back with more BYU Sports Nation right after this. This is Tyler Haas, and you are in BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Go Cougs.
0: Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on Valentine's Day. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live in Studio 2. You know what time it is, dude? Whoops!
1: It's time for the Cougar whip Around. Women's basketball. Jennifer Hampson took her BYU Sports Nation karma after a Wednesday appearance on the show and dropped 27 points on her way to leading the women's basketball team to a 24-point win over Portland. Yeah, she did. Also had 22 points. BYU next host, WCC leading and 15th ranked Gonzaga Saturday for Eastern. The game's on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Softball. Katie Manuma went four for five from the play with three doubles and a home run as the
0: Cougars softball team beat Seattle 14 8 in Las Vegas at the Easton Desert Classic. It's a doubleheader today for the Cougars as they will face Portland
1: State and Chattanooga. Men's volleyball. Number four, BYU is the leader in the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation at eight and one in conference play so far. Tonight, the Cougars try to avenge Pacific's. Men's Hoops win against BYU they win. by playing at Pacific on the same court. They were at the game last night. BYU is at number eight Stanford tomorrow on the Pac 12 network. Tennis. The men's team plays at UNLV tomorrow.
0: The women's team takes on number 50 Denver. There's a 50th ranked team. You got to love tennis.
1: <laughs> number 50 Denver in Provo. Crack and field. The men are at the Air Force Invitational. The women are at the Washington Invitational this weekend. Baseball. Oh yeah. The baseball season starts today.
0: BYU plays Kansas and Peoria, Arizona at the spring training facility for the Mariners
1: and the Padres. Rugby. BYU Rugby plays at St. Mary's. Tomorrow afternoon, a big game where BYU basketball will play as well. With that, we welcome in head coach David Smith of the BYU rugby team. Coach, how are you doing? Doing great, Jerem. How are you? I'm great. You're from Ireland, uh, and you have this sweet accent. How has it uh, been adapting to uh, the United States? And uh, I love your accent. You share it with your players, and they they mimic you a little bit sometimes, little bit, don't
2: they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they try and get a little fun out of it. So, but, you know, I've been here long enough. Now, if you had heard me talk 25 years ago, you probably wouldn't have understood. <laughs> so I didn't understand that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> rugby team uh, off to a great start, 6-0, uh, after being at the Red Rock Invitational. Now, big game with St. Mary's tomorrow uh, what uh, What's the matchup like with the Gales on the road?
2: Uh, it's going to be a huge game. They're a very, very good team, uh, very talented, very quick, uh, play a wide-open, expansive game. A lot like us to some degree. You know They like to get uh, some air in the ball, move it across the back line. Um, so it's a big challenge this uh, stage of the season, but uh, we're very much looking forward to it. It'll give us a good opportunity to see where we're at. And I'm quite confident that the boys should do just fine.
0: Head Coach David Smith of BYU Rugby on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, Coach, three national championships in the last five years. Jeremy mentioned the back-to-back. How does BYU become the powerhouse rugby program that they are today?
2: Uh, You know, rugby's always been a great sport here at BYU for the last 40-odd years. Uh, We have good support from the school. Um, We have good athletes that come through the program. So I think it's been very much a a team effort and team approach. And, um, you know, the boys have done very, very well. They work hard. Uh, We do have some skillful kids that play the game here. And... uh, All in all, it's just turned out to be a very positive thing. How many of these guys go and play professionally after BYU? Uh, You know, we've had one or two over the years, the last five years, that have played in France and have played in Ireland. Um, So there are a few that make it. Most of them, you know, like most other college athletes, end up finding themselves in the business world, uh, looking for jobs and doing quite well there. But we do have uh, our share of kids that go on to play professionally.
1: Rugby head coach David Smith is on BOE Sports Nation. It's unique because these players are not on scholarship. It's what's called
2: an extramural
1: sport. How do these guys make it through school yet manage their time to play?
2: You know, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication for sure. A lot of our kids are actually working part-time, uh, going to school full-time, and then any time they've left is, is spent with, with rugby. So, you know, they're dedicated individuals. They work very hard, and... Um, they take a fairly uh, professional approach to it and because of that they they manage their schedules to where they can do it so who tell me who who are the powerhouse programs in the country this year besides BYU obviously you have cal you know the perennial powerhouse you have st marys uh ucla's very good this year utah's making a comeback you know dartmouth um, penn state um, you know, those are the, the the top level teams right now that are traditionally always there at the end of the year.
1: And on your schedule, you have some professional teams, some Super uh, League teams that you'll play, and some at home, which which looks fun. Uh, the Glendale Raptors on the schedule, San Francisco Golden Date. What kind of opportunity is that for your
2: college kids to play some of the pros? Oh, it's, it's it's a great opportunity because they're you know they're playing against guys that have usually played a little bit longer. Their skill sets are usually a little bit better, so it get gives our kids an opportunity to see what they need to be able to do to play at the next level, number one. But it also gives them a challenge uh, right now here in college to go up against the best players and see how they do. And they usually fare pretty well. Yeah, I mean, we fared well in the past. Last year we had a couple of those games and we came out in the, the short end of both of them by a couple of points. But what we were able to learn from those games really, really helped in the development of our team.
0: Paul Lasique is a dual sport athlete for BYU. We asked Bronco Mendenhall last week during the uh, recruiting day special if BYU was going to throw in some tricks and, and maybe jazz up their punting game. And he mentioned Paul Lasique and his ability to rugby kick. How have you uh, been able to watch Paul's game uh, kind of transition and get better between playing rugby and football?
2: Well, you know, from a physical side of things, he, he's, he's faster, he's stronger, as he's worked really hard in both sports. Um, I've watched him a little bit play football, and I see each game he plays, he he knows a little more than the one he, one he played in before. Uh, I think there's still some abilities that he have that the, has that the football team can actually tap into. So I think it's been a great experience for him in the football field, and it hasn't hurt his rugby either. I mean, when he comes back to play rugby... He's in prime condition. He's eager. He's hungry. And even though he's really enjoyed playing football, you know, rugby is the sport that he was sort of born and raised with. So I think he enjoys coming back and playing the game that he's really familiar with. What's his situation with uh, rugby and football? Yeah, as soon as he finishes spring ball with the team, he'll come back onto the rugby team for the last month of the season. So in April. That's right.
1: He'll join you for the University of Utah game. That's what we're the hoping. first game.
2: Yeah, that's what we're hoping. What we'll a way to come, back! Wasatch Cup. That's right.
0: <laughs> okay, BYU ran a BYU rugby play in football. More than uh, more than once this season, a two point conversion where they tried to offload. It, it, it wasn't so great. Can can you Pitch help them out with that? Do you, do you have some tips for them? running I actually that play? saw
2: them run that game. I think it was against Houston, and I think it happened just a little bit too fast. If they had, if they could have waited another a second or two, and uh, give Paul a little bit longer, and uh, you know, for a few other things to develop, I think it would have been quite successful. So I hope they don't give up. I hope they just practice a little bit more and everybody get used to it, and you may see some good things happen on the football field.
1: Is that an an email you send to Robert and I? No, 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 no.
2: (laughs) They're all uh, very good at what they do. They know much more about football than I do, so I'm just a happy spectator.
1: Well, good luck against St. Mary's. We appreciate the time, and uh, go beat the Gales. Thank you very much, guys. Good
0: to be with you. By the way, the home debut, March 1st, here in Provo,
1: Utah. Thanks, Coach. Thank
2: you. Who
1: gets our rise and shout today, Jerem? Jennifer Hampson, 27 points, 13 boards, four blocks in the 24-point win. She's a
0: back-to-back West Coast Conference Player of the Week. She might win a third one. Let's get to our favorite sounds of the week.
2: Top ten finish was really good for her, and she's just soaking it all in. And she's a proud Cougar. She said she felt the thirty-two thousand student body pulling for her, and and what a great representative of all that BYU stands for. They want me. They want. They want me to show up, and they they want me to check out the doctors and stuff. And so it, it was kind of cool. That, I mean, even though I'm injured. I, mean, I didn't even think I'd be invited in the first place. And then since I did, I kind of thought it was weird that they still wanted me, even though I'm injured. But, I mean, it, it's exciting. How
0: do you stop Tyler Hawes? <laughs>
3: uh, I don't know if you stop him. You might just have to contain him. you got to really make him earn every shot, make it tough on him and difficult. When Pacific plays well, they can really
0: hang with anybody in the league, I think, and especially at home. They get it inbounds
3: to Nixon. Fires one up at midcourt. Good! No, it's something that never gets old. It's uh, something I, you know, you dream about growing up and for it to happen. It's something that, uh, that I'll remember for the rest of my life. You've got
0: tweets. How do you cope with a BYU loss? That laser sheep says, I seek a free counseling session from my wife. Sometimes I do that, too. Uh, she, he says. She genuinely blames
1: Carlino. In this case, I told her that it was very much untrue. Twenty-eight points for him. At Young Tim, thirty-two. All I can do is think about uh, our bright future. Maybe in some way, we're paying now for our amazing future. That's the hope. I worry more about the now. At Shy Sox Hawks, call in sick, stay in bed in the dark, <laughs> and lots of Mountain Dew. Grr, that one hurt bad. Thanks to our guests today, St. Mary's play-by-play Alex Jensen and BYU rugby head coach David Smith and everyone on our crew for a fantastic week. Producer Ben Bagley, senior coordinating producer Michael Miner, station manager Don Chaline, production assistants Alan Miller, Spencer King, and engineer Aaron Evans. Happy
0: Valentine's Day, everyone. Follow our show on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. This is BYU Sports Nation.